0: You are listening to Matchpoint Canada, the official podcast of Tennis Canada. I'm Ben Lewis, and joining me from Madrid, Spain, captain of the Canadian Davis Cup team presented by Sobeys, Frank Dancevic. Frank, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today.
1: Absolutely. Uh, pleasure to be on.
0: Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, I'll start just... Uh, for you, what it's like just to be back in Madrid. You know, the last time you guys were down there two years ago, I think probably some of the fondest memories for Canada in this sport, uh, reaching an historic final. So what, what does it mean to just get to return here and, and compete again on the international stage?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a great feeling actually to be back with the team and with the boys again. It's been a couple years actually it went by so quickly and, um, It's good to be back. The guys, uh, you know, we've, we lost uh, some of our best players this week, um, you know, due to some injuries and and tiredness from, from playing the, from the grueling tour and and all the protocols that have gone on throughout the the past 16, 17 months. But uh, you know, we've, we've had a great time so far Uh, we're in good spirits and uh, you know, after a tough loss yesterday, we've uh, we're going to bounce back and, and go hard, uh, for the, you know, for the next match against Kazakhstan.
0: Yeah. And b- before we get to, uh, facing Kazakhstan and, uh, the challenges there, um, as you mentioned, you know, Denis Shapovalov and Felix seem, of course, not able to make it this time around, just, um, ha- have you had conversations with them and what is your confidence level, I guess, in the future then that we can, uh, get the country's top ranked players to, to compete at Davis cup consistently.
1: Yeah, um, look, uh, these guys are—they love playing Davis They love playing for their country, and uh, it's just—you know—it's—it's it's really been a tough year and a half uh, mm-hmm. lately with with all the protocols and and, and all the restrictions. And I've been—I was traveling with Pospisil for. A lot of those weeks throughout the past year and a half, so so I understand how it is. All the quarantines and all the uh, you know, I, I spent two and a half months in quarantine myself in a year and a half. So it's it just uh, it's very tough, mentally draining, and uh, physically it, it can be tolling. Uh, it, it can be a toll on the body, right? So uh, I'm not worried about them coming back and playing for us in the future. They've always represented Canada world.
0: Yeah, just moving on for you personally and professionally, you've been in the captain's role with Davis Cup now for for four years, and I, I guess, what have you learned since you took the position, and how do you feel you've grown into the role since uh, since 2017 when you started?
1: Yeah, you know, it was uh, the first couple of ties for me were sort of just uh, getting used to being in that position, uh, getting to know how... The team dynamics, how how everything was working, um, creating a good atmosphere for the team, slowly and surely developing uh, and and building a good support staff as well. That's really important for us to have the right people around, good energy, and a professional staff at the same time, just to keep the players as healthy as possible and, and, and fresh for the matches. So it's, it's been a definitely a building process, a, a fun one. And uh, you know, I, I got to experience an unbelievable run in 2019, really early, early on in my captaincy. Um, and I was, I was really fortunate to to just have that experience as a captain to, uh, you know, be with the guys through that, that, that kind of a, the run, I don't think we were expecting that uh, at, as a nation to go through that far so it was really a special moment and um and uh you know I just I've learned a lot just on the chair and and how to deal with the players how to deal with like I said the team dynamics and and uh, just you know fine-tuning things over time so it's been it's been a great uh it's been a fun ride so far
0: Yeah. And just a follow-up to that, because you played in so many of these ties yourself, you represented Canada, um, I think a couple dozen times. Is there a different approach or mindset, do you think, as a player you need towards team competition, as opposed to when you're, you know, on the tour, sort of week by week competing in tournaments?
1: Definitely. It's, it's, uh, it's different, but at the same time, I feel like I'm part of the match as well with the players. I try to put myself in their shoes and what they're feeling as a player. I try to bring back those feelings and try to really get in their head and understand what I feel is. the. I I really uh, try to select the right type of information um, when I do relate it to the players. So I don't speak that much on the bench, but when I do speak, I try to make it very meaningful for them and that's sort of been my approach uh it's just my coaching of my style of coaching in general um I believe you know less is more and but the right information at the right times and so that whole dynamic of understanding as an athlete as well because I've been coached uh, by many coaches in the past and and you know Davis Cup captains and I've played Davis Cup 20 I believe it was 26 times in my career so I've been in that position many times and and of course, everybody's a little bit different. Every player is different. We all deal with things differently. And that's another thing I've done is just learned my players and learned how they react to certain situations. And, um, you know, just trying to really be in the moment with them in the match. That's the main thing is just to really sort of uh, be try to get into almost a sixth sense to be with them in the match and understand what they're feeling, the emotions they're going through and then relate the, you know, a second a uh, second set of eyes from the sideline.
0: Yeah, and there's certainly, <clears throat> pardon me, so many emotional highs and lows uh, for, for international competition, which you've experienced both. Just getting to, to Group B in the tennis, um, it was a tough start against Sweden, uh, obviously losing that tie. How did you feel still about uh, the tennis your guys played, um, even though you were on the losing side? It seemed like the Emer brothers were, were pretty uh, locked in on that first day
1: yeah look the Emer brothers they played unbelievable I thought that it was uh, the, the, this we just played great tennis we didn't execute as well as you know uh we would have liked uh you know I think that uh if I get into a couple of tactical things in the matches I feel like in the in the first match stephen uh there was a huge turning point at four all in the first set where he was very, very patient, uh, you know, being up four one in the first set, and then it got to four all, but he was doing the right things on court, being patient. And Emer was just throwing in some errors. And as soon as Emer realized that at four-all in the first set, he just he pulled back a little bit. He pulled back 25% and he just started being a little bit more patient and switched and reversed the role to Steven. And this is this was a huge turning point in that match where. Stephen sort of panicked in a little way and started going for too much and started spraying balls and missing and started sort of lost track of his game a little bit. And I really feel that if he just stuck with doing what he was doing and saying, okay, if you're just going to rally with me, let's go, let's go 25, 30 balls. I'm good with that. That's my game. And that's right in my wheelhouse. I feel like it would have been a different outcome in the match. It could have been a different match. But instead, it sort of just flipped around. Emir turned the match around by just making him just panic a little bit and go for too much and threw him out of his game style. So that's sort of what happened. Um, that's my take on what happened in the first match. And then uh, Bashik, I thought he played well. Imer was putting so much pressure from baseline, not making any mistakes and just playing very, very solid. And it was just a matter of a few executions that if you're going to beat a guy playing that well that day from the baseline, you have to make. You have to make certain volleys. You have to finish certain shots. And some days it just happens that you don't execute and uh you know that was the outcome he didn't execute on a few volleys on a few forehands and that was uh you know a break here a couple points here and there that made the difference in that match but i think that he played his game well uh especially in the second set he was playing aggressive he was coming in he was doing all the right things it's just the execution part that didn't happen for him that day the doubles if i if i'm going to get into the doubles as well it was so i feel like we really got unlucky in the doubles because mm-hmm. There were so many rips that we missed by half an inch that were just caught the tape. Mock ten shots that Vashik lined up returns and they just they bounced off the tape of the net. I counted four or five shots in the match and four or five points. If we even won two or three of those points, they're big points, break points. They could have made a big change and a big swing in that doubles match. So that was just uh, the doubles was that they played the Swedish team played extremely well, but it was just a few points that really made the difference there in that match.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the, the state of this competition, of course, um, which uh, matches can change uh, in a heartbeat. Just uh, previewing, I guess, the matchup with Kazakhstan, um, you'll probably agree with me here in that the, the big player that stands out to me is Alexander Bublik, who, of course, is top 40. Um, you know, he was in a French Open doubles final. He's played some great tennis in the past. Um, what type of challenges does he really pose on the court? And if we're looking at, like, a singles matchup, for for Pospisil, what does he have to do to sort of manage those problems?
1: Yeah, well, uh, look, he's Vasek. Uh, he's he has like his game style is uh, you know it's very. Actually, when you look at it, it's a simple game style. It's his game style. He has to play an aggressive game style. He has to play his tennis and players have to adapt to him. So it's, you know, there's going to be a few tactical adjustments going into the match, but he has to just be, you know, it's a matter of about executing and and being sharp and, and finishing, finishing the points points off and against the top players against these good guys you have certain opportunities in matches and either you take them or you don't and that's what makes the difference winning and losing so uh you know i don't see him he's not going to be changing his game style much uh playing uh, with that matchup it's just a matter of you know how well he he does execute in the, in the match
0: certainly and uh we we hope canada uh we wish canada well for that matchup with kazakhstan i'll Leave on this final note, you know, I talked about Denis Shapovalov and Felix You've seen we've seen them compete in what they did in 2019. Milos Raonic has been a key figure for Canada uh, in the past playing in Davis Cups. And uh, I don't know if you have any insight into this because we haven't heard from him in some time. Have you had any conversations with Raonic about where he is physically? And do you think there's a possibility seeing him back in this competition down the road?
1: Uh, yeah, actually I did. I had a conversation with him about a
0: month month ago
1: and uh you know he he he's the great davis cup player i mean he's won some big matches for us and and he's very valuable to our team as well and he's just unfortunately he's just been getting uh very unlucky with injuries lately and the past year he's just been in and out of injuries and and now it's another injury that's set him back and he's out for a couple months and we had this conversation and he's going to be out for, for the rest of the year, just trying to rehab and re-strengthen to start strong next year. And, and I wish him all the best. I hope that he can put his body back together. And, and he's, a, you know, he's a very good top player. He's, he's got a very, very high level game uh, as we've seen in the past. So uh, let's just hope that he can, you know, he can get healthy and, and we can have him back in the future.
0: Yeah, that would uh, certainly be great to see. Uh, Frank, great to see you. And uh, thanks so much uh, for joining us on Matchpoint Canada. And good luck to the squad this weekend against Kazakhstan.
1: Thanks, Ben.